This is episode number 129, and this, this is my jam, guys. This, this is creating space. guys what's happening good vibes some good energy today with this interview on this podcast interview day however got a couple of things in housekeeping got to run by you first let me get this out of the way really quickly number one we got a great digital funnel webinar for those of you influencers who are small business owners who want to learn more about the digital funnels the click funnels to be able to sell some of your products or your services online. These are for like yoga instructors who are selling retreats. These are for fitness influencers who are selling their packages online, as well as we have a small business webinar that we're actively running as well. So those are for small business uh, entrepreneurs, small business owners who want to use some digital strategy to grow as well. So both of those things you can find at creatingspacemovement.com. Hop on over to the homepage. You can check those out. Also, really quickly, moving with some energy today. I hope you guys picking up on that. Uh, iTunes Review of the Week, Joe Radonis. Joe, what's happening? Really excited uh, for this five-star review where Joe says, Wes has done an excellent job of raising the questions we all ask ourselves and want to find answers to. He's done an incredible job of bringing guests to the show that offer fresh perspectives to help you approach your challenges differently. It's like having a new personal mentor each show. Joe Rodonis, really appreciate that awesome five-star review. You are our iTunes Review of the Week. Get on over to iTunes, to Apple. Check out uh, the the Creating Space podcast. Leave us a review. Preferably, a five-star review would be cool. Would love to hear your experience within the show. Now, on a whole different scale, we've got a badass coming onto the show today. Not only is he the Portland Trailblazers performance coach, not only does he have his own podcast in the Unique Peace podcast, and not only is he a fellow Lululemon ambassador, Ben Kenyon, is a big time badass with a real cool beard. So without any further ado, I want you to dive into his story of persistence, his story of resilience, and learn what properties inside of his mindset allowed him to push through making very low wages in an internship for the Florida Gators and winding up all the way up in Portland working for the Trailblazers in the NBA. It's an incredible story, and without any further ado, I think it's time that we step back, take a second, take a deep breath, and dive into the life of Ben King. Guys, what's happening? Ben Kingian on the other side of this line, performance coach for the Portland Trailblazers. He's a podcast host as well. He's got a podcast called The Unique Peace Podcast, where he works a little bit on the mind and mindset, uh, kind of tangentially to what he does with human performance for the Portland Trailblazers. And this guy's a Lululemon ambassador as well. I feel like everywhere I look, when it comes to Lulu branding and imaging, I see the beard, the beard that is Ben Kenya. <laughs> what's happening, man? Welcome to the show. What's happening, Wes? What's going on with you? How you doing, man? Listen, I've got no issues, man. I'm, I'm excited to dive into your life, your mindset. And obviously, there's so many facets of you. You've got a lot going on. And I just kind of want to... Take a second, slow you down. Obviously, it's off season right now for the for for you and, and the lads up there in Portland. Um, 
But as we always start creating space podcast, man, what are you grateful for right now? Uh, I saw my grandmother the other day and she's 97 years old. Wow. And I'm, I'm grateful for a to have a grandmother that's 97 and sure. for our conversation. Um, she, the last words she left me with when I um, left her was it last weekend was um, don't forget to live life. And, you know, for me, that was powerful. Like that went mm. right to like, I'm getting that tattoo. Like I, <laughs> that's something that's, that's, that's going to stay with me forever because um, I, I think sometimes we forget to be grateful that we can just live and go out there and do certain things. Um, like you said, I like to do the most. Sure. And, and so I've done a half Ironman this year. I'm, I'm going to start training for another one next year. I've, I've got the thing going on with the Blazers. I got the unique piece. I'm a fan of like, just go out there. And if you feel that it's something that's going to help your purpose um, and help you make an impact in the world, like go do it. And yeah, absolutely. And you'll figure out how to balance it. So I'm grateful for just, um, you know, family continuing to encourage me to go out and just live life. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't understand how important that is to have people close to you, supporting you, lifting you up, and making sure that you're focused on doing things that you're passionate about or like excited about. And I think exactly. we share that same notion, man. I, I love to pick things up, get excited about them, run, run hard at them, 100% driving that mm -hmm. lane. And then when it's time to shift, iterate, try something new, I, got, I, I, I have the fearless gene where I'm not afraid to do something different. However, an Iron Man, like half Iron Man. Hold on now. That's a whole nother level of savagery, man. Like, what inspired <laughs> you to put yourself through that sort of torture? Uh, a couple things, man. I've learned. Um, so I read this book called Tribes. Amazing okay. book. Um, Godin, I think yeah. with Seth Godin. Yeah, love yeah. that dude. Um, and I'm looking to get him on the podcast just because I heard he's, he's always down to help. Um, you know, smaller businesses, smaller podcasts grow. Sure. And he's got the right mindset. And um, after reading that book, or there was a part in the book that said, if you're going to be a leader, you've got to step up and really show. You got to be like wild about it. Like you right. got to jump. And so yeah. my leap was during the half Ironman was showing people that I'm crazy enough about something and passionate enough about something in my life yeah. that I don't care what's going on around me. I will find a way to get it done. And um, I'm not the person that finishes it in four hours and 25 minutes, but you know, the whole thing for me is just the, the, the mentality, you know, to lead. If you're going to lead, um, regardless of where you're at in life, um, you've got to be willing to take uh, a, a lot of pain, a lot of, of moments of, of, um, uh, of suffering. Sure. Uh, because you've got to be the person that kind of sees the way and understands like, all right, well, I've gone up here. I've done this. I'm going to use my experience now and help these other folks out. And so that's what I've kind of gotten from doing the half Ironman. Mm, love that man yeah. um you know and and suffering is not easy and you yeah. you talk of it as if um it's no big thing but suffering no matter whether you're putting yourself through physical pain through mental duress uh, or you've gone through an experience that has really shifted you you've lost a family member or whatnot it's the greatest teacher and it can really yeah. align you with one of two things your purpose or your pain and, and you kind of decide that so what have you learned about yourself most recently as you quote unquote have jumped and have really started to push yourself in probably some seemingly vulnerable positions, you know? Yeah. Um, I've, I've learned that I, if I'm helping, if I'm inspiring somebody, if somebody comes up to me and says, Hey Ben, like I really appreciate this 
and it can be the most random it can be the janitor that that um, works at the facility it could be just anybody at the grocery store hey i saw this and it inspired me and it was the craziest wildest thing i have to go do it continue to do it and and so um what i've i've learned is that you may not inspire who you think you're going to inspire you may not you know reach the people that you think you're going to reach but you're touching somebody right and so and so over time, you've got to figure out who you're touching and just continue to help them. You know, if it's, if it's your mom, if it's your nephew, if it's a random person at the gym that you run into because they, they see you work out all the time, like the reason that you have to keep going is because of them, because they need you and they, they, they want whatever it is that you're putting out there. So Perry Marshall has a great book called The 80-20 Rule. And it's more of a marketing strategy where you, where you figure out who are the 20% that are providing you 80% of your, your uh, revenue, right? But it's the same thing in relationships. You've got to yep. find the, the 20% that you're really speaking to. You've got to go yep. all, all in on them. Now, yes. this, is, this is probably me sort of throwing this question on you because I jostle with this sometimes. When you take a risk and you want to be a leader, and yep. you want to lead fearlessly, Sometimes you put your neck out and you, you do it confidently, but you leave yourself exposed to judgment. And some people may think it's come, sometimes it could come, they may misinterpret you, think yeah. it comes from like a, a selfish space or a place that it's only self-serving. What yeah. do you have to say about the people that may feel that way about anything that, that leaders try to do or even you are trying to do? Um, you, uh, those folks are the, the critics, the people that are going to um, chime in and, and say that you're doing too much. Um, the people that are going to, um, that, to, to have that, that negative, um, energy, um, towards you just because you, you're the one that wants to step up and help. Um, you really, you want that a, you want that because that means that you're, you're headed in the right direction. And then B, um, what you say to them is just that, like, I, I can't help it. <laughs> like literally, yeah. I, I can try to fit in this box that, that you want me to fit in. Right. Um, but I like genuinely cannot help it. Like I'm going to do something to help others. And, and if me speaking up is what it takes at this point, I'm going to do it in a classy way. I'm going to sure. make sure that I'm, I'm, I've checked off all my boxes and making sure that, uh, especially, uh, the one thing about the space that I work in is that you got to make sure that there's there's blessings all around, right? And you got to sure. continue to let people know, like, this is coming from my heart. This is not coming from anywhere else, but I, uh, what I've been born to do. Right. I'm in a space career-wise, I'm serving others. I'm serving the best athletes in the world. And so what I've learned is that if I can do that there, I've got some other ability to serve elsewhere too so that's where the podcast that's where all these different um thoughts have come from and and i've been able to um, actually find my voice in that space you know slowly but surely just to share and the fun part is when you start to now share your opinion um when you have the research to back it up when you have the experience to back it up it's really hard to deny it you know Mm -hmm. and so that's uh, i felt this was the perfect time around these past three years was the perfect time to do it because I had enough experience on my resume where, you know, you, you look at me and you just look up and down and say, Holy crap, this dude's been all over the place and he's done a lot of things at a very high level. Sure. And so, you know, the people that the naysayers, um, at one point they become your biggest fans. Uh, and that's something I have seen. I've seen a lot of people, uh, what is it? A, a good example is somebody kept talking about my beard and they didn't like it. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. And out of nowhere, 
a I month later, this guy's got the same beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. And I'm like, hey, man, like it, it, you've got to be strong in whatever it is that you're, you believe in. And um, I think that's this, the, the resiliency um, that I, I try to preach to others is just saying, hey, if you're going to do it, and somebody told me this too, like if you're going to do it, you better own it mm. because there's going to be a lot of people to come at you just to check you and test you. And it's, sure. that's just life, you know? And so you're always going to be checked. They're always going to be tested. And if, if this is authentically who I am, I'll, like when, when it gets crazy in the chaos, I'll still focus on my main mission is just to help other people and inspire folks. Just to serve and to keep serving and keep it simple. When it, when it gets exactly. noisy, keep it simple. Get it back down to its purest form, which is service. Ben, exactly. I, I've been watching you for a while, and I, I really like what you're all about. Continue to see you evolve in the unique piece. I, I keep seeing you um, moving up with your workouts, and it, it looks like you're dropping some weight. But there's this level of like performance that you just spoke, you just spoke to, and you're surrounded mm-hmm. with – the highest performing mindsets in the world, so to speak. I would dare to see, say that I think NBA, NBA athletes, and I've been around some of the best athletes in the world from all different ranges of, of, of sports and endeavors and disciplines. I don't know, though. NBA players might be the best athletes on the planet. They're up there, man. You know what? It's incredible how explosive they are and yep. um, matched with endurance and all of that. But let's talk, let's go a little bit deeper into your level of mastery, which is performance. Like why performance for you? What, what is this about? Oh, shoot, man. When I, when I was 13, I, I literally said, if I do not play um, in the NBA at the highest level, um, I will coach. And I love being in the weight room. And so right then and there, I, I told the world, I told my friend that we were talking about it all. And I just told him, I said, Hey bro, I, I've got to be able to do something that I love doing now. And I love playing basketball and I love being in the weight room. So um, over time, I just learned as much as I possibly could. Um, I went to school for sports management. Um, That was my undergrad degree. And uh, a lot of the the knowledge I've gained over time was through going and taking personal training classes, going, tapping other strength coaches, saying, hey, can I sit in and learn? Um, there's other certifications at this point. I've got a billion different, you know, certifications that, sure. um, you know, uh, show the credentials that I have. But I think it all comes back to just, I love being in the weight room. Basketball, love it too. But I, I can genuinely like sit in the weight room all day. I've done it before. Uh, when I was an intern back at the University of Florida, uh, I was crazy enough to think that I could get a full-time job. And so I went down there to work for free and I slept on the floor and I had a, a crazy moment where I lost my dad and um, a lot of things were happening. And I was just like, all right, well, I really, really cared about this, this business because I'm still here. You know, I had a reason to go home. Uh, my mom was now in a space, but everybody kept telling me, hey, this is what you're passionate about. Go for it. And sure. the fun part about it is performance has done so much for me, performance training, strength and conditioning, whatever you want to call it. It's helped me grow as a man and it's helped me grow other men, other, other people in general, men and women. And, and that's something that, um, you know, I, I, I saw early, like, Hey, this is something I know um, I can definitely sit in for, for a lifetime. And uh, money was never, what is it? My coach asked me when I, I was trying to talk to him about a grad assistant position. Um, at George Washington University where I ended up going for grad school. And he, um, 
He goes, how much money does that job make? And I literally said, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just passionate about it. I'm excited right. about it. And, and that's something I've got to chase because it got me here. It got me a full ride to Adelphi University. And I was able to, to pay for college um, through basketball. And so sure. the only thing I knew was, all right, well, if I jump on something else um, and go as hard as I did in basketball, it, it's got to take me somewhere. And I've been fortunate and blessed to, to, to meet some cool people and create relationships um, strong enough that uh, it put me in this space, you know, working with the Blazers now. You're in a good position. Uh, you got a wealth of experience and knowledge. Obviously, a brand like Lululemon would not even touch you if you weren't expansive with your, your thought, um, with your approach to the sweat life and so on and so forth. But you talk about experience, and I believe no matter how many books you read, nothing can teach you like life can teach you and experience mm -hmm. can teach you. Walk me back to those spaces in your life where you are expanding and expanding quickly, shifting and iterating your direction in life, trying to figure out what you wanted to really do and where the vision and the mission was. What is the, uh, the, the greatest experience that you've had that's taught you the most thus far? Shoot, man. Um, the greatest experience. It's actually a, going back to uh, Florida, man. I, um, like I said before, I lost my father. And like maybe a week later, I mean, I was broke. I was dead broke. The internship, that, that thing was, it was promised to me. Um, but it was promised to me also that they weren't going to pay me. And I was cool with that because it was University of Florida. It just came off the back of the backs. Um, that was with Donovan, Billy Donovan, not Billy no. Donovan. Yeah, yeah, that whole crew. And so it was like a chance of a lifetime that you've, you've got to understand that, remember suffering, we talked about the suffering right. and the sacrifice, you got to go through it and if you make $2,000 in a year, whatever, it's going to help you out in the future. Sure. Um, I'm leaving my personal training gym, um, going home, and my gas tank is below E. It shuts off in the intersection uh, a quarter mile from the gas station, right in the middle of the intersection, like legit. There's no, no cars that can go because uh, <laughs> my car is literally stuck in the no, middle. Embarrassed. So, embarrassed. I embarrassed. mean, I'm officially crying yeah. a week after the pops passing away. And wow. the experience. Um, so I, I get out the car. I push it all the way to the gas station. Get to the gas station. Don't have any money on my car. And I figure out a way to get some cash. Um, somebody gave me like five bucks. Got back home. And, and my, my, the reason of saying that is I... That taught me how to persevere because I didn't leave. I had every reason to leave and, and say, this isn't for me. I'm broke. I'm, 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 not, I'm not getting the experience that I really need um, to, to, to grow. But it was because, what is it, fast forward six, six to eight years later, um, after being at GW and all, Billy Donovan's the guy that actually got me the job with the Portland Trailblazers. You wow. know? So, so staying in that, in that moment, in that um in that dark space for a little bit um was necessary because getting into the nba is not very easy a lot of people don't understand the relationships that you build the people that you connect with um you better have some people that really believe in you and the, the folks believed in me billy believed in me todd the other guy other strength coach i work with todd forcier he believed in me because of my journey you know and and i can tell that story you know openly to anybody because I believe that's what has me here today, you know, sure. making sure that I just got out the car and figured out the next step and sure. just said, all right, well, how do I, how the hell do I get out of this intersection so I can get people yeah. to stop honking at me? <laughs> just push your damn car to the freaking uh, gas station and you'll figure it out. 
you know, from there. And I love that. We, man, we're so similar, man. We're kindred souls. My, the one thing that, that really comes to mind when I'm listening to what you're talking about in that moment is resourcefulness. You just relied on something, um, call it faith, dependability on self, no matter what you want to call it, there was belief there. And you just knew if you could get in the right circumstance, that in the long term, you could figure it out. Yeah. What are the keys to belief? When you talk about performance, man, no matter who you are, performance, I think, is predicated simply on belief. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you I, think the keys to belief are? Um, the, the best or the, the first step um, is, uh, I think, believing in yourself um, in, in saying that um, actually first step is believing that there's somebody out there to help you. Um, mm. I'm a very faith-driven person. Um, I'm very spiritual. I believe in God. I believe that, you know, he or she is, is really setting it up. Um, I told somebody the other day that it's crazy if, even if I press the reset button, I don't think I could ever plan the life that I've planned, um, embracing the things I love this much and being able to actually get to, to places that, um, I've written down and I've, I've you know how you write your goals and your vision sure. and all, like, I couldn't tell you the, the, the crazy stories that are going to happen to me. I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to get from point A to point B. I just knew that that's kind of something I wanted. So I had to have faith in it. And so the first step of belief is knowing that somebody out there is, is, is helping you right. and, and is looking over you and making sure um, to guide you where the correct opportunity is, the opportunity for you that you should be holding on to um, is. And then the second step is just believing in yourself. Right. Um, I've never... You know, I've been I've been fortunate to be around some really good athletes. Some, um, you know, back in high school, our our team was top five in the country. My friends play in the NBA now. Luol Deng, uh, Charlie Villanueva just uh, he just stopped playing not too long ago. Royal Ivy is now a coach with OKC. Um, wow, you went to high school with all these guys. Yeah, and, and wow. we had a really good high school team. And so being able to see that mentality and that talent. Um, young and being able to work with those guys you know even my high school coach we talked the other day he always said you just worked hard and that was your thing and that's always been my thing just saying all right well i'm gonna believe in myself because i know i can work and outwork others sure so now you take the others out of it whatever to everybody else you just stay focused on whatever it is that you have to do and just work your ass off and and so like I said, the second step is just believing in yourself. And if you have that hard hat mentality and you just continue to just move, even though you may run into that brick wall, you may have to step back for a second and figure out how to navigate it, but stay focused and work. Um, Let, let's hold, let's hold right there, Ben. And I, yeah. think, I think this is as a performance guy, I want to keep getting down to the, to the real core beliefs that you have. You mentioned that wall. Yeah, And it's great and righteous to say, you've got to persevere and resiliency and keep moving forward. Sometimes those walls will slap you in the face, punch yeah. you in the mouth. Yeah. And, it, and it doesn't look clear to continue to move forward. And you do lose belief and question yourself and question the macro vision. And am I still on the right path? Is it easier to just change and give up or change directions? What do you do when you do get hit in the mouth? What is your tactic or what is your step-by-step -step playbook to make sure that you get back centered and, and, and how you make a decision on, on what to do moving forward? You declare you've been slapped in the mouth. Say it like, oh, wow. <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> just be like, man, 
Right. I'm struggling and this thing sucks. And you, yeah. you, you, I always, I try to have my mom is, you know, my, my person I always rap with sometimes, but may not have folks around. So you try to find that one person you can rap with as well, just yeah. to kind of unload some things. Sure. Um, and so having those two things is, is important. Um, but go, I, I go back to my routine. Um, when or lose, you should have a routine that you just consistently do. Right. And so in the morning, when I'm, when I'm going and I'm feeling great, I meditate. So I get my 20 minutes of meditation in the morning. I get okay. about five minutes of prayer right after that. Uh, normally try to get a workout in if I'm not, you know, traveling or doing something, um, you know, in a different city. I try to get that workout in. And then um, you kind of stay locked in for the day. So whatever it is that you do normally that day, you try to do it. And don't, you don't let the chaos um, that's happening around you affect you too much. because once again, you've declared that you've been slapped in the face. Sure. <laughs> you've been, you didn't hit a wall, um, but you started your day, you know, a normal way. So at one point, you're going to see the move you have to make and the adjustment that you have to take because you've gone back to your normal routine. And I think as you climb up the ladder, you know, in, in your career and whatever it is that you're trying to do, you've got to focus on your routine. And then once you see that little crack, that's going to allow you to get past that, that obstacle, sure. get out of that chaos. That's when you take off because your conditioning, your mental conditioning, um, you know, your body's it's prepared for it. And so soon as you see that crack, because it's sometimes people don't pay attention to it because they're so focused on the chaos. And that's why I keep going back to that routine. The routine allows you to not care about the chaos. It allows you to kind of sit in it. And just let things happen so that when that, that moment comes and you see that little bit of light, you just dart for it as hard as you can. And, and I don't think the light comes if you're not preparing yourself. And so I'm going to go back to the routine. The routine is going to continue to prepare you. Um, what is it? Five years ago, I could only run about two miles and I'll be dead. And I hated endurance. I was a basketball guy. That was like sure. my main thing. Um, and uh, so, so I ended up getting this job and Todd and I do our pregame runs on the waterfront which is about 3.4 miles struggled I hated it couldn't right. stand it and I knew that this was going to be the new routine I had to throw into my game because it was a new chaos it was a new hectic that was about to happen because I was leveling up and sure. so as I continued to level up I just went out late at night and I just ran you know and I ran at my pace and so now when I got with Todd I was a little faster and then I realized, you know what? I was doing a little too much. I had a little too much fun time. So I cut down the fun time a little bit. Oh, my diet wasn't really where it should be as being one of the best performance coaches or being seen as one of the best performance coaches in the world because I'm dealing with these amazing athletes. Sure. Change that a little bit. So as I continue to change um, who I am in my routine, um, that crack, it, I started to kind of find it a little more. And so I get to a point now where I get to do the half Ironmans. And so now I look all around me. I'm like, whew, there's a lot of light you know, <laughs> in, this, in this crazy, you know, hectic world. But I can see it now. It's, it's, it's clear as day. And I can go there when I need to go there. And the Lululemon was an amazing opportunity that I don't think shows up if I didn't go back, you know, five years ago to say, you know what, you, can, you can't struggle running two miles. And, and be training these guys. You can't right. be the guy that struggles to do anything fitness-wise and expect um, somebody at this highest level to really respect you and get through the chaos. And, and I promise you, anybody that works in the NBA knows this. 
your first year in the NBA, I can give you every freaking book. I can sit down with you for three days, 10 a month and just tell you everything. It, whatever that I, whatever I told you, you'll go through something totally different and you're going to sure. fall on your face. The treadmill is going extremely fast. You're going to fall. You better get up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to not know where to go. You're going to mess up and, and, and think that a bus time is at, you know, this time and you may miss the bus. And there's going to be a lot of things that happen that you yeah. can't prepare for. And the only way you, you stay locked in to, when you get hit is to go condition yourself and have those habits and just say, hey, this is my routine. Sure. I'm not going to let anybody, anyone affect this. Um, I'm just going to have the, and it may be two or three things that you start with, but you eventually add on that so that you can persevere and fight through um, those blocks because opportunity wants to help. The world wants to help you. And it's just on you to, to get yourself in a space so that you can see that opportunity so you can create your opportunity. Mm, uh, opportunity wants to help. The world wants to help. I really like that. Uh, to me, it sounds like you're talking about stripping things down, back down to core values, really yeah. getting back down to what you're really about. And I think a lot of people don't sit down and ask themselves what their core values are, what's really important to them and why are they doing what they're doing. You've got a lot on your plate and it's all within the same wheelhouse, health, wellness, human performance, so on and so forth. But if I were to strip you down, Ben, like what's in the heart, man? What, what are your core values? What's re what are you really connected to? Uh, so family, family is number one. Um, okay. I, after going to see my grandmother and seeing my mom, uh, my pops passed away, like I said before, um, I realized where I get this energy from. And I, I, I do believe in legacy. I do believe that um, there's got to be somebody that builds something for, you know, generations to come. And, and I do the, the crazy things I do. I take the leaps because I know I have to. I've read enough books from um, influential people, moguls of the world. And sure. basically they said they, they were the one that had to do it if they wanted their grandkids and great grandkids to actually have it. So um, my family's always number one. Um, faith is the, the second word that I would use. And um, I, may, I may not get up and, you know, preach to you. I've, I've come from a family of preachers. So my mom's a chaplain. My two grandfathers were pastors. Um, and, and just we were very, very spiritual and locked in. Um, so I know that uh, the moves I make um, are very faith driven. And um, I just I mean, it's a natural thing for me just because, I, like I said, I grew up in it. I'm grateful. Uh, it's crazy. Like I've had way too many people, <laughs> like, I've had way too many people tell me in life, like you have no clue what you have the capability of. Like that is gold. That's platinum. That's, that's like, that's rare. I think because it, when you have somebody that tells you something, you never see it. You know, when I was younger and I had people telling me, man, you got just, just, I can't wait till you embrace this. You know, when I get right. a little older and somebody says, Hey, I can't wait till you embrace this. When I left GW and the AD goes, man, you're going to be, you know, way beyond what you even think you are, you know, and even here now, you know, when I've started the podcast and done certain things, I've got people that tell me in Portland when I'm walking around, like, Holy crap, can't wait for this whole thing to take off because I believe in you and I want you to succeed, you know, as a person. And so, um, I'm just grateful for being able to get that energy because now I can really pass it out and make sure people know it's super genuine. Sure. Um, then passion and hard work. Uh, those two words right there. I mean, 
if you're if you're passionate about whatever it is that you're doing, um, a it'll never feel like work. And never, man. <laughs> ever. Not one. Not once. Not once. And, and you'll dive into it, man. You'll throw your dive. whole body, yep. and soul behind yep. it, right? Like exactly. You're talking about sleeping on on the floor in Florida, making no money, having a father just pass away. I mean, the inspiring notion that you will push through anything to pursue what your heart desires, what your soul desires. I mean, how can it, how can it not be inspirational? How can people not yeah. want to get behind you? But that, that, that leads me to this question, Ben. You spend your life in service and you give. You give seemingly without an ask behind it, but we all want to receive something in our lives, right? Or we all want to get somewhere. And you mentioned legacy. When it comes down to it, what do you expect from your life experience? Like what, when you think about what you're here to do, what do you expect to receive out of this experience? Huh. I, I think that <laughs> I, the, the answer I've given a lot of people is um, I expect uh, the world to, to put me in a space that um, I really want to be like, I, like I've, said, hey, I want to be the best I can be at basketball, and it granted me a full scholarship to Adelphi. I said, I want to be the best performance coach I can possibly be, and it's put me this place. So what I've learned is that the world wants to, to really push me to the limits, Yeah, um, but I've got to declare it. So um, I've declared, what is it? I want to be able to work, um, and this is when I'm a little older, work on the beach, have my dog, kids, wife, all hanging out, and be able to travel the world helping people out you know, and, and uh, helping them embrace their core values, helping them discover who they are, discover their purpose and embrace, um, you know, their unique piece and making sure that they are on the same mission. You know, I've learned that uh, I love being around the doers of the world. Sure. And I know a lot of doers don't understand um, everything. They don't understand the steps sometimes. And they, they, they may not know who they truly are, and I think that's the biggest piece where that's missing is that, you know, you may have an athletic director at the high school level wanting to go out and, and be, you know, a, a rapper. And it's just like, well, that transition is kind of tough. Let's see if we can really focus on what you really want to do in life and right. make that transition a little easier into something that may be music, music driven, because that seems like it's the passion. You know what I'm saying? And so sure. helping people find out what their unique piece is, is my number one move. And it's something that I'm looking to do with the community that we're building right now is just establishing, like you said before, your core values, who you are, and having that business thrive um, is, is the main move. Because I know there's others like me out there that do need um, support. Um, and it's, there's a lot of people doing what I feel I'm doing, but there's a certain group, there's a niche that really would pay attention to the group of folks that I've been rapping with, right. the, the lifestyle I've had, the being a performance coach, and that may be able to connect with me. So I'm kind of talking to those folks and making sure that they know that there's somebody that they can uh, comfortably talk to because that's something that I know as well is that not everybody's comfortable having that next level conversation um, about growth with just anybody, you know. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to, to sit in a room with a lot of different folks and befriended a lot of um, amazing CEOs of companies that look totally different, you know, but a lot of them have asked me to come in and, you know, support their executives, support their, their people. Um, and I always go back to just saying, all right, well, I'm going to support you by helping you know who you are 
um, at a higher level. So your core values, your belief system, um, what's your foundation? And then we can move from there. So talk to me about this as, as we round this thing out, Ben. Mm-hmm. You, inevitably, you invariably are building to, to, you've built one process, which is you, the performance coach. And you're actively building the unique piece, which is the mindset aspect of it in building human beings, maybe off, outside of the basketball court. Now, invariably, I think anything you pick up is probably going to come to fruition. You're just going to see it through. That's who you are. We're like-minded in that way. But here's the question. The unique piece starts to expand. And then there becomes this desire, right? And we're talking hypotheticals. Desire that you got to go one way or the other because you only have so much of yourself that you can give. Mm -hmm. What happens when that happens? You're faced with the question, do I continue in the performance space or do I go down this new path that I've been building? It will pull, pull me away. Um, excuse me. I, I, everything that has happened in my life has literally pulled me away. Like I have no other choice sure. but to go like literally the people that I'm in the space with would be like, hey, man, <laughs> <laughs> you better go. Like better this go. is it. Yeah. <laughs> and, but that's, that's my answer. Like whatever, yeah. whatever comes up, it's, it's going to be so big. Like I told you, that crack, that that moment, that light that you see, it's going to be so big yeah. that the people behind me are going to be like, let's go. Like, I can't wait to see you do this thing. Like, this is it. This is your next move. Yeah. And, and so I've been, I've, and I, I can say that because I've been blessed with, with opportunities and situations like this before. And um, people have asked me that question, um, even when I was an intern, you know, what, what are you going to do next? You do, I said, I'm just going to keep working sure. and work and work and work and put my head down you know, and enjoy life. Obviously, don't forget to live is the quote um, grandma just told me. And I just, I want to make sure that uh, people know that it, 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 I set my, I put my vision board together. I put my goals out there, but I'm not, I don't force it. You know, I I make sure the world knows. Um, I'm not saying that, um, you know, I'm not going to not work on it, but I just, I got to make sure that whatever opportunity is out there, it's the right opportunity for me. And typically that opportunity is so big that I, I look at all the pros, all the cons, and I have maybe one con, <laughs> you know, it's me leaving the place that I'm, I'm at at that point in time. So right. other than that, man, I, I know whatever is going to happen for me in the future, it will literally pull me away because that's what's happened. That's kind of been um, traditionally what's gone down in, in my life. And, um, I'm going to stay focused and stay locked in on that because I, I know that um, if you do put out that good energy in the world, it will come back. Uh, but you can't, you can't act like you're going to know what it looks like. You know, there's no the, the timing to it. I had no clue I was going to be called by Todd, you know, uh, when sure. I was back at GW, um, you know, for this job with the Portland Trailblazers. I had no clue that it was going to be Billy Donovan, the, the internship that I did billions of years ago. Um, to help me get right. this job, you know, I, there's a lot of things that, like I said before, I couldn't plan. I, I, I wish I, I, I knew maybe, but sure. I think I wouldn't have worked as hard, <laughs> you know, like knowing yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Hey, this is going to happen. Like, so I, I'm, I'm waiting for that moment. I'm, I'm, I'm really anxious to see when, um, or how it, how it comes because I know it's going to come a little different than the last opportunity that I accepted and all. 
Well, what I love, man, is you're now reaping the benefits of the decisions and the thoughts that you made years ago. It's leveled, leveraged you into this position now where you recognize, and I feel like you really always have had the mindset, the growth mindset of that you can do whatever you put your mind to. And I'm going to keep pushing you along as well because I want to see yeah. it happen, man. And, and yeah. I tuned in Thank you. Um, and doing my homework, listening to a couple of uh, the Unique Peace podcast episodes. You obviously love what you're doing. The guys are love getting around you and supporting you. Um, where can everyone that's listening in the Creating Space pod, uh, podcast and then the tribe, where can everyone in the tribe find you uh, in the social spheres? So we've got um, the unique piece is on Instagram and Facebook, and that's uh, T-H-E-Y-O-U-N-I-Q-U-E-P-I-E-C-E. Um, and then I'm also on um, Instagram and Facebook at Ben underscore Kenyon underscore. And we have a website is up iTunes. If you want to go to iTunes, SoundCloud, any place you can go listen to a podcast. Um, the unique pieces on there as well. Um, really excited for the second season, um, which is going to be dropped in October. Um, we launched October 3rd last year. We're going to probably um, actually we're going to break down our site and we got a new logo coming out. We have a love a it relaunch party. We're going to do September 16th. If you're in town, if you <laughs> in town, special invite. What, what, what size t-shirt do you wear, man? I'd love to send you some creating space gear too. Oh, I'm a, I'm a large. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a large. I would and, love and, to, to throw some things up your direction. Also, yeah. I would love to see a facet of the unique piece. Yeah. Be like, game day like courtside conversations with guys and and i would love to see that whole side of what you get to do people get to see your that lifestyle that you're getting to to live and the people and the conversations you get to have i just think you're you're surrounded by so much greatness man that there's no doubt that it's uh that you are that that you embody that and i think wherever you want to take this thing ben i think it's going to go man so i i, I want to take a second to say i'm grateful for you i'm grateful for the connection that we've you know, organic yes i am too man. I, I, i'm I very chased, very thankful I chased for your you. ass for a few months trying to get you on the podcast <laughs> no man it, it ready it i couldn't help it man the schedule was crazy i know, you know i know but, but it's a tribute yeah. to the persistence you know when you yeah. see the mindset when you believe in someone or something, you just got to see it through into fruition. So yeah. uh, namaste to you, my man. I'm, I'm proud of you. And it's a lot of fun watching you grow and, and develop. And uh, we at Creating Space will be behind you the entire way. Dope, man. I, and again, appreciate you, man. I, I'm happy that we finally got to sit down for a little bit and rap. Yeah, man, you got to love these stories of perseverance, these stories of survival. Ben Kenyon, nothing less than amazing. The things that he's been able to do, the ascension that he's climbed, it's obviously impressive. So go check him out. Go check him out on iTunes, the Unique Peace Podcast, P-I-E-C-E, as well as Ben underscore Kenyon underscore on Instagram. Go check him out. Shoot this with a, uh, a little screenshot, little screen grab. Tag them on your story. Make sure you tag me as well. Obviously, I repost any of you guys that give us some love and make sure you let any of the people in your tribes know where you are listening to the podcast and uh, what you think of the show. So shout out to each one of you guys. Make sure you circle back around. Continue to share the podcast. It is growing Love what you guys are doing, champions of the message, and uh, I would love to connect with you guys on the social media spaces. So 
tag me at Wesley T Knight on Instagram or on Twitter, Facebook as well, West.Knight. You can find me there. Love every single one of you guys. Keep plugging forward. Keep pushing forward. A lot of cool things coming around the corner. Talk to you guys soon.